Welcome to this latest podcast focusing on the transformation of community mental health care. My name is Yelish Mulholland. I'm the comms officer for the Transformation Programme and I'm joined today by Nicola Ball, specialist nurse practitioner who works in Litchfield CAMS and is involved with Green MPFT. So Nicola, uh, would you like to start off by introducing yourself? Hi. Um, yes, I'm. Um, I've, I've worked as a, a nurse practitioner at uh, Litchfield for about eight years now. Yeah, we work with young people, and my main role is is trauma work. So that's my day to day job when I'm not in the garden. During lockdown, it was estimated that about three million new gardeners entered the scene with their trials and spades and ventured out into the garden. What do you think it is about gardens and green spaces that people find so appealing? I think with lockdown, there was very, very little choice, wasn't there? I think mm -hmm. um, people either renovated their houses or, or, or went outside into the garden. And I think we were quite lucky to have really good weather in in that initial lockdown so um so yeah it was kind of uh, projects for people i found but i think sort of talking to a lot of people afterwards um i think people have just really enjoyed being out in in green spaces and creating their own spaces in their own gardens so you know i know my i've got a sister-in-law who uh she was not green-fingered at all, but since lockdown, she's growing everything. That's brilliant. Um, I, can, I can't say that I'm very green-fingered myself, but I'm always <laughs> envious of those that can. Um, the NHS have recognised the restorative power of what they call green social prescribing initiatives to improve people's mental and physical health. For those who might not know, what is this green social prescribing and what are its benefits? I think green social prescribing is a, is about being creative with engaging people. I mean, I, I guess in CAMS, we are, well, we, we have to be very creative in, in how we engage our, our young people. But, you know, it's just, we're lucky enough to have a garden here, but we're also based by um, some lovely walks as well. So it's just really using the outside space to... Yeah to make people feel more comfortable. You know, we have young people who come here who really don't want to come here. You know, sitting in a room sometimes is just not what they need. Getting out and sort of being on the same level, I think, with, with people. And you, I think you find a real different side to them. We run a forest school as well. Um, not, not myself, but one of my colleagues. She takes a group of young people in, in the forest school and she just says the benefits are endless. You know, they, they can be their authentic self. They're so much more relaxed and creative and she gets so much more out of these, these young people than she ever would in the clinic. That's so wonderful to hear. <laughs> um, I didn't, I, I, for school to me sounds a lot better than um, regular school. <laughs> but yeah, that sounds fantastic. Um, at the Chelsea Flowers Show this year, various mental health charities, including the Mental Health Advice and Support Charity Mind, the Centre for Mental Health and the Samaritans had balanced gardens and listening gardens focusing on the theme of mental health. 
How do you think gardens can be used to support and promote health and well-being? I love both of those gardens, actually. Um, well, that's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're very different, aren't they? Very, very they different. Are. The Balance Garden, I loved how it kind of used all that reclaimed materials and it was quite yes. wild compared to the, the Samaritan's Garden. So, um, yeah, very, very, very interesting, very different. But gosh so many benefits so many benefits you know gardens can be a multi-sensory experience you know you've got the uh, the visuals you've got the smells the feel of stuff you know if you go out with your bare feet you know it's it can be a really grounding experience we work here with a, a lot of neurodiversity and trauma and really at times have to around our young people and going outside is just one of the easiest way to do that and then you've, you've got sort of the add-ons as well you know we've got loads of birds in in our garden here we've got like a new little family that have just moved into the bird box and you know it's just things like that that can create conversation and excitement in young people and can give you ideas for engaging people and weather as well. I was just thinking of you probably think I'm totally balmy, but um sometimes I'll I'll just go out in the rain um and there's nothing I more was, than grounding. <laughs> I was going to say exactly the same thing. I love the smell of the ground after it's rain. It actually that's actually known as I think it's called Patricia. It's it's about enjoying the smell of rain and it comes from Greek mythology where it's this idea about like rain is like some form of superb essence that like flows through like immortal people so yeah the i just because i i've always thought that was very odd but yeah the met office has a whole page <laughs> on it as something that's really unique so you're definitely not alone in that about enjoying the smell of rain i think there's nothing better particularly when because we've been having such hot weather recently and the, i love the, the 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 smell of the rain of the humidity of like the flowers and the grass it's so it's so delightful so yeah i think we're um we're not alone in that. <laughs> I always remember I had a teenage girl come to CAMS and uh, bless her, she really did not want to be here. And um, I think she already thought I was balmy, but I told her um, about sort of standing out in the rain uh, sometimes. And, you know, sometime later she came, she came back. She did stick with me, actually, um, which was good. <laughs> Um, but she, she came back and she said, you know what, you are absolutely right, you know, and she she very often does that now. That's brilliant. We're converting so many more people to the lovely smell of the rain. <laughs> so in speaking about that, there are green spaces all throughout MPFT and combined and work is ongoing to develop a series of patient projects, including the development of allotment spaces. I've also noticed that there's a six-week gardening therapy programme that's about to be launched next month, focusing on care homes in the Burntwood and Litchfield area, aimed at helping residents to get out into green spaces as a way to look after their physical health and their general well-being. Could you maybe provide us some more details about the green space initiatives you've been part of and their impact on service users in particularly there? I'm just thinking about the forest school and all the other areas that we've been discussing. 
I guess, um, well, the Forest School has, um, has run a couple of times, um, actually. It's our occupational therapy assistant that's uh, running it at the moment. Our occupational therapist, Bryony, started it. I think they've probably run it about three times now. It's quite a small little group. It's young people who just need that different approach, really. Some of the young people might have diagnoses such as autism um, or ADHD. I was talking to Kelly about it yesterday and... Um, <laughs> She's just amazed at the difference that just getting outside has, has made to those young people. So, yeah, that's the, the Forest School and hopefully that will continue to run. I guess like the biggest sort of project here at Holly Lodge has been to renovate the garden. So we're lucky enough to have this lovely old building um, set in a beautiful, beautiful grounds. It was just very green, <laughs> very full of ivy. We had been talking as a team for years and years and years about doing something with the garden, but just never got around to it. So I thought, right, OK, time to do it. So I begged and borrowed from local community, um, <laughs> garden centres, nurseries. Um, we put an ad on Free Cycle because there's so much stuff you can get. Free, for free. free Cycle is Free cycle is brilliant um, for finding things you didn't, you know, if you're looking for or what you needed. Um, Absolutely. I think you only have to mention sort of NHS, mental health, children, and people want to help, you know, and that's what we found. You know, we, we had people who wanted to come and dig the borders and we had like a big dig day um to do that and people who just wanted to come and bring bags of compost you know we had a lady who just went around all the supermarkets getting random plants for us and yeah so it's been like a real community feel about it really that's really good though because that would bring me on to my next and final question for you which is it sounds like you've already had so much engagement already from people in the local community. But if anybody wants to get involved and help out, or even perhaps, as you say, volunteer and source anything you might need for the future, um, where can they go to for information? They can come directly to myself at CAMS or um, pop into Holly Lodge. I tell you what we do need. We need some topsoil. There we go. It's a, it's a call for topsoil. If anyone has any topsoil, you know where to take us. <laughs> Yes, we are we are going to uh, be growing some vegetables, or the young people are anyway. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> do you know yet what you're going to sow, or is that yet to be decided? Um, well, as soon as we get some soil, I've got some butternut squash, broccoli to go in. Uh, we just need some of our young people to plant it for us. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds fantastic. Nicola, thank you so much for being such a wonderful guest. It's been fascinating to talk about everything um, green and gardening. So that's all from us for this episode of the Community Mental Health Transformation Podcast. Thank you so much to my lovely guest, Nicola. I really appreciate you taking your time today to talk to me. And of course, thank you to our listeners for tuning in. You can listen back to our previous podcast by searching for the MPFT podcast on Spotify, Google and Apple podcasts and a range of other channels. Thanks for listening. <laughs>